My name's Larice. And I'm Alicia. And this is Vintage, Vintage Love. Love. See, that was better that time. Yeah, it was better. That's good. <laughs> So, uh, so we're we're starting a podcast. Obviously, we got mics in our face, and obviously, you know, Alicia's cute as always. And so, um, so we've always had this kind of thing called vintage love since we got married. It was our hashtag for our wedding. Right. Hashtag vintage love. Yeah, and so, uh, and it kind of derived. We'll tell that story more in depth later. Uh, right. But it, it all based off the fact that we chose to actually date and court one another yes, versus we did. just jumping into the whole boyfriend girlfriend ish. And so, uh, so anyway, so yeah, so that's the title of today's podcast. Uh, boyfriend girlfriend is it real? real? Right. That's, that's the question. Here's the question. Oh, is it real? That is, is real? true. Is it real? Right. Is it? Is it? Especially dating in like 2019, I feel like. It's not really dating. Well, I'm just saying, well, I, I have single friends and you have single friends. True. And shout out to Mark Mathis. Say, right. Shout out to Melanie, Dom, Winter, all my single friends. I love you guys. But dating sucks. I mean, according to them, like dating in 2019 and this new age of social media and new age of like Netflix and chill, it just sucks. So we decided to do our first podcast on something that we talk about all the time. Boyfriend, girlfriend, is it real? Larissa actually did a seminar at ULM. Yeah, we called it forums. Then. A forum. Yeah. On boyfriend, cool. girlfriend, is it real? And we're going to start off this episode talking about our relationship and kind of how we started dating. Yeah. Um, And our quote unquote courting i'll use the word courting how we started courting and how it was different from um relationships and how we were never actually boyfriend and girlfriend until we got engaged if that makes sense we still weren't boyfriend yeah girlfriend. we still weren't we were engaged so we you were, were fiancés i love telling people that alicia was never my girlfriend i know he's very adamant about it yeah, it's very it's a very serious matter when right. it comes down to I that see what you did <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? I um, so okay, how just stole a phrase? I know we can't even say it's a serious matter without it being an AKA thing. So, um, so I guess I will start I about start. how. No, you can talk about how about the importance of boyfriend girlfriend isn't because that's really more your thing. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So we started dating. Um, well, let's let's flashback. <laughs> the whoa. <laughs> I, I hate that. I hate that dance. It's just a quickening. Right. That's literally the all. Doing it in the I know. I know. So anyway, so um, let's flash back to 2015. You were talking to someone. I was. Who shall remain nameless? Who's married now? Who's married? I feel like is I'll, she married? She is. Oh, okay. Congratulations, girl. Right. All my exes are married. Um, <laughs> all my exes are not married. <laughs> we are gonna do a podcast on exes. Right. But um anyway, so you were date you were talking to someone. Y'all mm-hmm. were going on dates, right? Yep, but y'all right. were not dating. We were not boyfriend girlfriend. Y'all were not boyfriend and girlfriend. I was talking to one person. I was talking to one one and a possible. <laughs> I was not aware of this. I was talking to one and a possible uh at that moment. I mean, you know, I was at the tail end of my previous relationship and I was talking to one person. But I mean, we weren't we weren't even dating. Like we were literally just talking on the phone. And I saw a guy on Instagram who was a young preacher. Young preacher. And um Shout out to Andrew. <laughs> and 
I was like, oh, okay, this would be a good person to come speak at my um, nonprofit I had at the time called Taste and See. Shout out to all my Taste and See people who are listening to this. And I said, I need a young person, a person that was a male, because we had a lot of women that could come speak, but I didn't have a whole bunch of males that were young, that were theologically sound, (laughs) well-equipped to come and speak at my event. So I saw this guy that I had been following, and he was a mutual friend of someone I went to high school with that was, yeah, anyway, somebody I went to high school with was dating his frat brother. And so some kind of ways we started following each other, still don't know to this day how, who followed who first, whatever. But at the end of the day, I, I DM'd him and said, hey, I have this nonprofit. Okay, it's not sliding in the DMs. <laughs> I said, I have this nonprofit and we um, host these monthly meetups. Would you be willing to come down to Baton Rouge and come speak? And I saw that he lived in Monroe. So it was like, all right, I don't have to pay a lot of money for this guy to come down, I can just get him a room and, you know, get him to come down to speak. And that was that. So he agreed. Yeah. So I got a, I got a DM. He's telling his side of the story. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I I was chilling in Knoxville. You know what I'm saying? I was on FaceTime with some people and, uh, anyway, hanging out with my boy, Mark and Andrew. And so, uh, Alicia hit me up and, she DM me and I was just like I wasn't even thinking like I didn't hit the the normal male trigger like oh yeah this girl hit me up uh, I was just ambitious preacher looking forward to for a speaking opportunity and so anyway go ahead yeah and I was not like trying to like that wasn't my segue to try to date him either I actually knew that he was younger than me I could tell kind of like by his social media that he was like at least a few years younger than me so I was not like. The only thing I thought of when I saw his profile was, oh, him and one of my other friends who's a female, who's a youth preacher as well, youth pastor as well. I was like, oh, they will probably hit it off. Not even on a dating because she's because she's, you know, older than me, too. So I feel like they could have been friends. They could have related over the whole youth pastor thing. But I wasn't checking for a guy at this point in my life. I was kind of over dating. And that's why I was kind of on the tail end of a relationship and was talking to a guy. But like was not serious at all and so anyway so he came and came down and spoke but well let me back up in between the time we started talking on the phone and he was kind of like you know hey um i you know want to know who i'm going to be doing ministry with can i just be asking you some questions and stuff so i could find out more about you for find out more about what we're doing so at that moment i kind of paused and was like I roll like I hope he's not trying to get at me because I really don't have time. Yeah, but it wasn't an irrational um, desire because it's like I'm about to travel all the way to Baton Rouge for this random girl that emailed me, DM me on Instagram that I don't know. So it wasn't irrational, but at the time, like I was just so over dating that I was just in a place where I was kind of like, if any dude try to get at me, I'm gonna just automatically shut him down because i just was so through with for for that for the past two years prior to i had kind of been in situations where i would try i would like be all in for somebody and i would be like seriously like dating and caring about them and they would just either like break up with me or cheat or do something stupid to where i just they just weren't serious and i wanted to date with purpose i didn't want to 
um, just date for the sake of dating. Like I was over that and, you know, over the soul ties, like trying to have sex outside of marriage. Like I was, I was really for real just over it at that point. And so after that, we had a conversation. We literally talked on the phone and FaceTime for like, how long was it? 30 hours a week. Like 30 hours a week. Like we were constantly on FaceTime. part-time job. Right. I was a whole <laughs> job. And because we lived apart, you know, for me to see him for the first time, I had to travel to Monroe. So I, I was just, preaching. yeah, I, he was preaching one Sunday and I decided I was going to come up to, you know, meet him in person for you the first time. The in the video. Yeah, I should, huh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> meet him for the first time. And we did that. And he first sat in the car for like, 15 minutes. It was not that long. I was sitting in the car. He was, I was like, all right, I'm about to get out, you know, to meet him for the first time. And he was like, no No, way. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Three, two, one. Like, I was like, okay, this dude is. I was like, (laughs) wait, wait, I'm not ready. (laughs) Yeah. He was doing too much. He was trying to be funny, but I was thinking like, okay, he's a dweeb. (laughs) Like that's what I was thinking the whole time. And, um, so I stayed up there. I ended up, I ended up staying at his aunt's house and um stayed there and you know the rest is history we're married now so um so but the the key to all of that is during the time that we were recording and all this stuff was happening I remember telling a friend like before me and Larissa actually met that I kind of wanted to not even do the boyfriend and girlfriend thing I kind of wanted to just be friends with someone until we developed this idea of monogamy, you know, and then get engaged. Because to me, like every person that I had dated, every person that I had, you know, said that, oh, this is my boyfriend. I ended up looking dumb. They ended up cheating or we ended up breaking up. And it was this big to do, you know, because I had these serious long, quote unquote, serious long-term relationships that ended up not working out. And, and everybody was always asking like, oh, you and such and such broke up. Oh, you, you know. And it was always a thing. So I just felt like I don't even want to be somebody's girlfriend at this point in my life. Like, we just going to be married or not. So how do you feel about, how did you end up with not wanting to have a girlfriend? That's a good question. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for asking. So, I mean, the biggest thing for me, obviously, I, you know, been dating girls since um, I was in high school, junior high. Uh, I always think about this junior high girl I dated and how she gave me this ring to like seal the deal, but she wasn't very cleanly. And uh, my friends kind of like made fun of me because of it. Oh, I didn't so, know that. So I had to like break up with her because they was clowning me so bad. And so I broke up with her. I, did I write a letter? I don't know. I put the ring she got. It was way too big, too. It was too big for my little fingers. Whose ring was that? <laughs> I don't know whose ring this Who girl Who rings had. you didn't stole when gave to you? And so, uh, so I gave it a ring back and with a little breakup letter on the playground that's, at MLK Middle School. That's so sad. I mean, that's better than the She's going to listen to this podcast and be like, I, I don't know. I, I hate don't that remember dude. that girl's name. I hate that dude. And she probably remembers your name. <laughs> I don't know. Probably. Maybe not. Anyway. So, yeah. So, I dated. Um, so, that was nothing. But but as uh, I grew older and uh, some of the relationships that I had, prior, the last two in particular, um, the the... The last girl, well, I'll talk about her in a second, but the girl previous to her, um, I didn't, um, we had a cool relationship. It was the longest one I had had thus far, but I, I cheated on her. And so, um, 
you making a face like you didn't know that. <laughs> I'm just trying to think about who you're talking about. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, oh. Okay. I, I, I shall not mention their name. And so, uh, but I tell <laughs> dumb, you, dumb, dumb. you know who it is though. And so, uh, anyway, so yeah, so I uh, I cheated on her, and and it was it was very difficult breakup for her more so. I was like, it's not the person you're about to get engaged to, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I didn't know you had cheated. Oh. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. That's that's kind of what led to the decision to break up. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, you were you were trash for that. I was. I agree. And I broke up with a via text message. Oh, that's so, trash. That's I mean, just... it was a Wednesday. I was sitting next to Mark in class, and I was like, "Bro, I'm gonna go ahead and do this," and I did it. Send. I sent it. So breaking, getting I, broken up with via text message is like the trashiest. Yeah, it was bad. Thing so, someone I mean, I can do. I'm I'm laughing and low key smirking, but th- because it's awkward for me. Oh, and, and you, I, feel, you just genuinely feel bad about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, because it was wrong. She was a nice person. She was, and she did right by me. So, and I. Uh, Everybody is. I, I read this on Facebook. It was like you were the toxic person, or you were the villain in in somebody's story. Yeah, I'm definitely the villain. I wasn't always the villain though. Yeah, I made some very po- progressive steps towards helping her with that relationship with God. So. For sure. Yeah, but, but but anyway, I was thinking with the wrong head too. So true. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so cheated on her uh, at an alpha party, kind of brought a girl back, and we didn't have sex or anything. But she, uh, I got to know her, which made me realize, like, man, if I'm acting like this, am I really like ready to marry somebody? And so I started to to be more realistic with that idea, and uh, and so we obviously we broke up. I didn't date the girl immediately. We uh, we had some time off. And then I was like, man, I, I want to be with her. So me and her dated. And as uh, reciprocity would have it, uh, she cheated on me. And um, twice during our relationship. And uh, and the second time was with somebody that was close. Or supposed to be close. Sheesh. So that, that hurt a lot. Trash. <laughs> trash all around. Yeah, Just trash. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I really say trash a lot. I really, really do. You say trash a lot, and you just called your husband trash. Oh, you were trash. That was trash behavior. Trash-like, but you're no longer trash. The Lord says that you are made new. Oh, is that so? <laughs> <laughs> it is. Okay, so... So anyway, so getting to yes. how I got to this whole boyfriend-girlfriend thing. So after me and her broke up, my me and my mentor had been already been having this conversation uh, about boyfriend and girlfriend, and, and after her... Which we were trying to figure out how to move in that space too, uh, and I think hers was more so guilt because she was messing around. Uh, mm. Mine was more so strategic because I wanted us to have a good relationship, right? And so we was trying to move to that, be friends, uh, and just date. And so after that, I started to embrace that philosophy of not having a, a girlfriend. And my my whole idea and premise behind it is, is was you know, like don't rush into being committed to someone not because. You know, I'm afraid to be committed to a person because I'm. I, I wanted to be in a relationship, but it was more right. so about not stringing somebody along while I figure out what I want to do. Right, and, which we've all done. Right, I have done that, and I that I've done it to one person in particular, and I really regret it. Like really, 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 really regret that. But you got me. I know. I just did. I just didn't. Really, of course, I have <laughs> <I'm> you. <sorry. laughs> But I'm just saying, like, because this person is a good person right. and someone, like, I genuinely, like, cared about, I just wasn't ready to give them what they deserved at that point. Mm-hmm. And and I think it's it's an uh, important note to make is that girls can do that, too. Like, right. I think a lot of times there's a lot of stress on guys 
you know, like if if you're not trying to be with her for real, you need to let her go. But like girls do that too. Like girls would just date a dude to pass the time. Right. You know. That's good to know because I ain't know that. Did you not? No, I I I felt like I was just. And I live in a space of trying to take responsibility for myself and my own actions. True. So I never really considered, uh, even though I have, I have done it. Did it? Did it once? Done for it, sure. You done it? No. Did it? Uh, did it? I'm uh, okay. big on English. Did it once? <laughs> She's um, always busting me for. Well, my grandmother was a whole English like teacher, and she did it to me. So, <laughs> but anyway, so I know, I know, I conscious know that I have consciously did did it once, and. It is definitely a life regret, and I hate it because this person is a genuinely like gem of a person. Yeah, that'd be a good episode to talk <laughs> about relationships that we messed up, and not just dating relationships. Yeah, we'll talk about it on the exes episode. Yeah, yeah. Ex. So, so anyway, so you you became so yeah. So I I decided to do that, and a part of the the parameters that surrounded it is because I don't want to string people along. The idea was just to be friends. Let's just be friends. And we'll do what friends do. And because I like you and, and at some point I want to have something more with you, then I'm going to treat you kind. And I'm going to take you out on dates. And I'm going to you know, pay for your dinner and pay for your movie. But what I tried to be intentional about was cutting out the extra stuff like, you know, the, the physical. Six. The six. Well, not, not just six. <laughs> stupid. You sound like my the mom. The six. Y'all doing the nasty. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you, woman? So, uh, but no, like the extra stuff, like, you know, holding hands and kissing, especially kissing. But we held um, hands, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we did. Okay. But but particularly just the things that would give the impression that, that hey, I'm trying to- This is your significant I'm, other. Yeah, or I'm trying to go to the next level, whatever that means. Uh, but instead, not to not to give an impression that I'm going to a place uh, that I'm not. But, but, you know, just like being in a space where, hey, man, we're just getting to know each other. And I think ultimately that's that's what's important um, in dating relationships that you take the time to actually get to know the person. Yeah, and to your point, um, you know that was one of the reasons why I really wanted to not do the whole boyfriend girlfriend thing as well because I felt like I was going in head first. Like every person I met, I was like, okay, this could potentially be the one. You know, just this obsession with like the one, especially in Christian cultures. Like this obsession with, you know, as soon as you meet someone, especially girls, we do this a lot. We, you know, society teaches us to plan our weddings and do all these different things. And you, you know, a guy, a guy could have some very toxic, very like qualities that we don't want in a significant other, but we make excuses because we've already planned our futures in our head. And so, you know, a lot of people that I was dating, I was, um, you know, they, I should have never been thinking about long term with that person ever because they showed me from day one that they had like red flags they had traits that would not be becoming of a long-term partner but because I just wanted to be with somebody so bad and I was tired of being by myself and tired of being alone and I was a a, like serial monogamous dater like I always had long-term relationships and I, I didn't know how to not be in one you know, so um, so from that, um, like Larry said, we kind of adopted I, within our own self, like completely singular of one another, completely separate of one another. We came to this conclusion that we didn't want to call our next person, our boyfriend, or our girlfriend. We didn't even want to kind of be in that space. We were going to be friends until we 
were engaged. And the way that we kind of did it is what was that we, you know, we were friends and we would do things. We would, you know, go on dates and things like that to get to know each other better. But it was never like that pressure. Like, this is my boyfriend. I got to stop talking to everybody because this is my boyfriend and I have a boyfriend now because, you know, you can have someone that is a girlfriend or a boyfriend that you're not monogamous with. Like just because somebody's your girlfriend, obviously that doesn't stop you from cheating on them. And from our experiences, you know, that had been our experience. We had been cheated on or had cheated. So it was just kind of this idea that, um, you know, we are going to just, once we feel like, all right, this is the person I want to be with. You're going to fall off from all your, you know, other people. Right. You'll naturally like, Organic. you know, organically come into this state of monogamy. And that's what happened with us. Like I, like I said, he was talking to somebody when we met. I was talking to one in the possible when we met. And um, we just stopped talking to the, those people, you know. And, and some of it warranted a conversation. Like I had to, somebody had hit me up and was like, hey, do you want to go to the movies or something like two months like I hadn't talked to them in like two months and I was like oh well you know I'm dating someone like I, I was dreading sending that text because that gives me so much social anxiety but I had to like just say hey I'm seeing someone seriously this was like in June right I think my one of my things was in that because I think it's important excuse me I think it's important to like really uh, I, I think the bottom line with uh you know no boyfriend girlfriend is clarity yeah. Uh, and clearly communicating. And I think that was some of the issues that I had with those that I were kind of spending those last days with before I completely gave you all my attention. Um, and, and let me be clear. That's why I, I say cut out all the physical junk and so that you aren't mixing feelings. And it's right. not like you're, you know, you got your hands in all these different pots and you're making all of these people feel like I'm the one and I'm the one that you're going to be with. and Because you're sexing them. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> so it's, and it's very hard, like, you know, I, like I, I use the analogy, I, I use the word trash. Like I said, trash is like my go-to word when someone is doing something that I feel like is, you know, less, ha with, with not a lot of integrity or not a lot of character. But the guys that I dealt with that I was sexually active with, I stayed in relationships so long you know, like way beyond their time because that mm -hmm. sexual element, that physical element was there that created those soul ties. And for us, like if it was things that you did that, you know, because we were genuinely friends, we didn't kiss, we didn't have sex or anything like that until we were married. Like there was so much emotional clarity. Like I felt like that's why we could, I, I felt confident about going into the marriage because I genuinely felt like I knew, <laughs> why are you smiling like a cartoon character? <laughs> um, I genuinely felt like I know him. Right. Like, I know him. I know his character. I know his, like, if somebody, you know, would be like, oh, Larry's cheating on you, I would be like, you lying. Sorry? <laughs> um, you know, Lies. because because I know you. I know you very well. And, you know, we've been married for three years now, so it's kind of like, I know you definitely know you, you know, deeper now, but even in that time and for the people that don't know, like we met in May and got engaged in September. That's yeah. how quick, like our relationship Four progressed. Months. Four months. And then in the May of the next year, we got married. So, you know, I just felt like I knew you. And we also, something else that we did that we didn't mention was we were not posting each other on social media. Yeah. So we had a six month time frame. 
that we was going to wait until we posted each other on uh, social media, <laughs> which ended up getting cut short because it's like I we proposed got engaged. to you in four months. I know. So, so there that, was a photo. And I think I, I know that people, especially nosy people, were probably like, what? <laughs> you know, because it's like I never posted you. I think I posted one picture and you had like a hat on from the back. Oh, when we, we, oh, we yeah we were we, when we went to the movies but I never like posted a picture of me and you nobody even knew I was dating anyone unless you were like really close th- yeah. unless I was really close to them and they just knew you know but and then and we funny, just turned up engaged your, the night before your birthday I I mean the night we did your birthday dinner mm-hmm. when you got proposed to the next day you know when we were taking the pictures we intentionally took pictures without me in it right so that your friends could post for your birthday. Exactly. In the picture. And that may seem like it's a lot, but I was in a relationship with someone for almost three years. And all of, I mean, pictures, you know, everything was on social. And it makes the breakup more difficult when it's not somebody (laughs) that you need to be with. It made our breakup so hard. Like, my, I mean, people asked me for years after, oh, how is so and so? Oh, we're not together. <laughs> like, yeah. we're not together. We haven't been together for a year. You know, people are asking me like years later. And it just, you know, when you include your relationship on social media, it just adds so much more. Yep. You know? And for me, being a uh, preacher, pastor, I guess preacher, minister, uh, it was important because it won't change. Okay. Uh, we just need to watch the clock. So okay. So 10, I need to go. Yeah. So me being a um, a pastor and a preacher, like I needed to, if I'm dating people, I need the freedom to not have to marry them. Because when you're a preacher, they try to marry you off to every girl that's Thanks. pretty that that you bring around. And it's like, so if I talk to this girl for two months and yeah, preachers really, can't date. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, just think of think of the single preachers that you know, like oh, that no. that are. I'm trying to think of like somebody who's single. Oh, I use Jonathan McReynolds. Jonathan McReynolds. Like, if you go to his comments, I'm just using him as an example. He can't date. Like, he was dating some girl that was like a singer or something. And she sang like secular music. And it was like a whole thing. You know, like, he wasn't obvious with it. But people knew because he would like, he had posted a picture with her. But the point I'm trying to make is like, any girl he takes a picture with, he posted a picture with his niece the other day. And she goes to Howard and somebody posted on on Twitter said, Jonathan McReynolds is so disgusting dating that girl that goes to Howard. And that's his niece. But it's just like stuff like that. You know, it's just like because because, you know, he's 30. So or no, he's he's 29, I think. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, so we're the same age. So he's he's about to be 29. And um, no, he's 30. My bad. He's a year older than me. So the point I'm trying to make is. He's a public figure. He sings gospel music or Christian contemporary, whatever. And he's a public figure and people always marry him off to everybody he take a picture with. Right. And then if you like, if you date somebody, it don't work out. And then you date somebody else. It's like, dang, he running through him. Exactly. So it, so let's just say, you know, if you were seen or, or if Jonathan was seen like with, let's say he was dating Brie Babineau, who's married right now. But let's say he was dating Brie Babineau. We well, well, I'm using her for a reason. So they posted a picture together like years ago. It was him and Brie or whatever. And people was like, oh, y'all look good together. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. And so, but it's just the point that let's say that they were together. They mm-hmm. broke up. And then like, now what? And let's say he get with Kier. <laughs> They're together. They break up. You know, so, so the point I'm trying to make is like, 
you're screwed either either way. Like if you yeah, post, so, so it's better you know, just keep 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 that part off social media exactly um, as best as you can. And so just just to bring it back to so the premise of boyfriend and girlfriend and uh, it not being real. Now I'm I'm not. You know, my friends used to clown me about being so dogmatic about it. Mm. And and so let me let me say that I don't I'm not saying that boyfriend and girlfriend can't work. Because right. there are too many examples. I feel like there's just as many examples of it not working, but there's a lot of examples of people who are boyfriend and girlfriend that are married and are doing well. I can right. I can name several off, you know, the top of my head in in this very moment. Uh, but the the idea, the whole concept and idea behind boyfriend and girlfriend not being real is that there needs to be clarity on where the relationship is. Because right. typically what happens in boyfriend and girlfriend is you have one guy who's like, uh, and, and sometimes these roles reverse, but one person in the relationship is like, man, we're going to marriage. This is my boo. We're going to be together forever. And the other person is, you know, kind of like, I'm just figuring this thing out, you know, yes. whatever, whatever. And they're not on the same page. And, and because of that lack of clarity, it can bring so much dissension and discourse within a relationship. And so, um, so being clear on all fronts at every stage is absolutely imperative. And so I believe, and it's my conviction, that it's so much better for you to allow things to happen organically. And right. so you meet somebody, you, uh, you're getting to know them, you don't hold them down right uh or, or keep them chained to a particular relationship yeah and they don't for example if if you're in a uh you're in a, a relationship and you make this person your boyfriend or your girlfriend and um honestly y'all aren't compatible with each other and let's say even you believe in this concept of the one right mm. and the one comes around but because you're so committed to this relationship you don't have the space or the opportunity to entertain that person. And you might even miss that person because you're committed to a relationship that isn't ordained for you. Right. Uh, so so for those who, who believe in the one, but even if you don't believe in the one, let's say that there's somebody who's more compatible, more suitable, and ultimately your marriage is going to be less work. Marriages work anyway. Right. But, but it's easier when you're compatible with that person. Mm -hmm. And so you're with this person and, um, and there's somebody who's more compatible uh, you miss out on that opportunity of something that might be better for you and freeing for the other person because you've committed yourself in something that you don't have to be committed in. And so I, I think it's better that you 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 date this person, y'all court, y'all you know keep all the physical stuff at bay and genuinely get to know them intimately and allow it to organically grow into that. Um, I always my mentor always says, um, you know, it gets to a point where you just got to man up. As a man, if I'm to a place, and not just out of jealousy, but out of I genuinely want to be with this person. Right. Because some guys don't want people to be with other other women to be with men because they're controlling. And that ain't the one. <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about. So if you're controlling, that's a different story. But if you genuinely cannot imagine your life without this person and them being with somebody else, you, you stop, need to Yeah, you need to just marry them. Yeah, man up and get on a knee. And marry them, but stop. Because baby, staying staying with these these men for five years, ten years, y'all ain't married. Listen, I feel like who, it's a waste of time. Who can't do it is me. <laughs> that long. Who can't do it is me, honey. And, and I I, I want to say that with Fida Clay and Grace, because there are some circumstances. Of where, course, of course. You know, you were in a unique circumstance, so. right? But it it just it just can't be me. Yeah, that's a long time. Because <laughs> that's a long. I mean, I get it because I was in long a long term relationship. Hmm. I mean, it was only like two and a half years, almost three years, but 
That was still long for me. At this age, that's long for us because we only have a, almost three decades. Right. Exactly. But I think I think the thing too. Or I think people. Point, I think of course I think people should you know wait the time that they feel comfortable. I don't want anybody to rush into marriages because. This is what I tell people that I counsel and people that I mentor, like marriage is for life. And I don't think you realize how long marriage is until you're actually married. Like you get the concept and you want you want the wedding and you want the white dress and you want all this stuff. But the reality is once you cross that finish line, like you realize how permanent marriage is. At least if you if you're a Christian, if you're a Christian and, and you and believe, you believe that, living by the Bible. You know, that God hates divorce and truly believe and you're convicted by that, you know. Um, But I will say, I guess it's my ending thought, because I feel like what you just gave was was very much your ending thoughts. Oh, oh, it's it's okay. That was your ending thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) We just are at time. We're at time. But but uh, but anyway, so as my ending thoughts, I would like to say, you know, um, the biggest thing about dating relationships and by courting and something that I feel was such a value for me in the way that we did our relationship is that it was free from opinions. So not having, um, not being on social media and not having everybody in our relationship, we were able to really learn about one another free from opinions of, you know, the outside world. Um, that means that the outside world couldn't see us rise and the outside world couldn't see us fall. And if we just, for so happened to not make it, you know, and not make it to a wedding, it was okay. And it wasn't like, if I feel like if we would have broke up, it wouldn't have been a big deal. You know, it if wouldn't have been. If we broke up before the engagement, I think it wouldn't have been. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, after that's it, what I mean. Yeah, yeah after it probably would have been. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, you know, any, but even with that, like. That's the risk of being engaged. Yeah, though. that is the risk. But I think part of it is like. You do your due diligence on the front end. On the front end, end, you know, and we'll talk a little bit about that in future podcasts about our pre-engagement process because it was a it was a a process but i just think you know the important thing about it is um relationships require intentionality you know in every relationship friendships marriages dating relationships and i think the part of um us just maintaining our friendship is that we were free to genuinely fall in love with one another without you know the pressure of a title and not everybody can do that. I get that. You know, when I've when I've talked to people about this before, people was like, well, how are people supposed to know he from me? You know, and I'm for him. You know, and all this stuff, which I get. Some people, that's important to them. Some people's titles are important. But for us, it was more, what was more important was building a legacy and building a foundation of our relationship so that we can have a, a healthy and thriving marriage, which I feel like we have. Do you feel like we have? Yeah, I do. <laughs> so... That's pretty much it. It's Vintage Love. Yeah, it's Vintage Love. So thank y'all for hanging out with us. and Subscribe to our podcast, please, on all platforms. We would really appreciate it. Leave a comment. Yeah, leave some comments. A rating. Oh, rate it. For yes, sure. yeah. rate, our, rate our podcast. <laughs> and this will be available on YouTube as well. So leave a comment. Tell me what you think about our podcast. And see you next time. Yep, it's going to be dope. Yeah.